Hello, 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 everyone. You're on live with Dr. Terry with Legacy Investment and Forms. I'm so excited that this is our third show, I believe it is. And oh my gosh, it's just been wonderful. I want to thank all of you, first of all, for being um, a new listener or continuing to listen to to me and to go forward with this journey of my talk show. And so, um, guys, I want to get started with um, giving God the glory and the honor and starting with a little prayer to get things on one accord. And so, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the opportunity of giving us another opportunity to come together and to share your, whatever it is you want to talk about and you take over from this point. And we have a blessed show. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. And so, guys, listen. I had something that happened to me this week, and um, it's personal, but I don't have a problem with sharing it with you because God told me to do that. <laughs> and it's kind of the premise around what we're going to be talking about today with legacy. And so you might say, well, what does what she's talking about, what I'm going to share, what does that have to do with um, legacy. Well, this is what happened. My um, boyfriend and I had a little myth. And so something occurred that um, caused us to be not be on one accord and have a have a have um, difference of opinions, so to speak. And so um, he hurt my feelings. And with that said, I decided that because of what he said and his position that he chose to take, I decided that it was best for me to go into prayer and before I even was made in a haste decision, a rash decision, I went into prayer about it and I asked, I saw God's face about it and I said, well, hey, Father, what is it that uh, position that you want me to take? Well, how, can I, how can I make sure that I'm doing the right thing? So this is what my position is as of today. The Lord told me that it was best for me to just go ahead and and allow him to have his position that he chooses to take. But for me, for me not to, um, not to move forward with the relationship at this time. I say all that to say this is that you might say, well, what does that have to do with legacy? Well, it, does, it has a lot to do with legacy. First of all, Legacy, as we know, I've shared that from the beginning, that legacy is intended to leave an investment and to build a, re build a lasting relationship for your future, not just your present, but your future. What does that have to do with me today? Well, I'm looking to get married, and I don't have time to be sitting up playing games with anyone. That's not what God intended for me, and I recognize who I am, that I am a gift to whomever, uh, who I thought I was a gift to him. And not to say that I'm not, but what I am saying is that this, this whole entire situation that we've gone through thus far, we've known each other for many, many, many years. And now is the time to 
I believe God is saying it's time for you to make a decision as to what you want. Are you going to be do the honorable thing in my eyesight or not? And so the honorable thing is, what are you going to do? Are you going to man up? And I don't really like using that term, man up. I believe that God is saying, how are you going to honor me? Are you, are you going to choose to honor me? Or are you going to, and are you going to choose to continue to dishonor yourself? And are you going to choose to dishonor her, meaning me? And for me, I'm not, I don't believe in pressuring anyone to do anything. Your decision is your decision. We all have choices we make. However, I am in control of my life, and I know that I choose to live it according to the Word of God. And you might say, well, okay, it sounds like you're pressuring him to marry you. No, mm -mm, not at all. Not at all. The scripture says, there's a scripture that says in Genesis 2.18, it says, um, then the Lord God said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. Well, the guy is the one that chooses. God goes to the man, and he's the one that the, that speaks to the man. And if the guy sees someone that he, he likes, he's supposed to go to God and seek God's face about her. And God will talk to him about her. And he will, he's supposed to be asking, well, is she, is she the wife? Is she's wife material or not? God will speak to all of us about that. Okay, and so I choose to believe in the word of God. That's my choice, though. I'm not saying that it, this is for everyone because not everyone is going to agree with me. But this is for those who who choose to believe that. And so Genesis 2.18 says that, and I choose to believe that God has already created me for someone. And if this guy says that, hey, I, I want you that way, then I'm expecting him to do the honorable thing. Okay, next, moving forward, the word of God also says that in Proverbs 18.22, and this is the New Living Translation, the man who finds a wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the Lord. Well, I believe that. The King James Version says, a man that findeth a wife, he finds a good thing, and he obtains favor from the Lord. Well, that's true. I believe that. Because the woman is, is um, God created us for the man for to be a helpmate. And the purpose of all of that is just what it says is it's nothing is is no hidden agenda with that there's nothing the woman is not trying to trap a man in any way you know how we hear all these ridiculous stories about um the guy you tr he tricked me i mean um she tricked him and she's just trying the, the ball and chain she's just trying to get me to do something that i don't want to do and all this well you know what you guys need to stop all that stuff men you need to stop Stop all of that acting like you don't you don't know what your rightful position is. You do know what it is. You choose not to do. You, you cho you're making a, a choice to dishonor not just God, but yourself. Because he called you. What a wonderful position to be called a man. I mean, to be able to stand up and to take care of the legal legacy, to take care of someone, to take care of, to give the woman your name. 
Oh my God, that's an honor to do that. Someone is now carrying on your name and you have an opportunity to build and create greatness, greatness on earth. Oh my, and and why wouldn't you want to do that? That's just, uh, to me, it just makes no sense that you would even want to put yourself in a position to be dishonorable. It's just like when the military guys go to the military, men and women go to the military. That's an honorable act that they're doing. And it's the same thing when God called us and said, when God called Adam, when he created Adam and he, he said, you know what, it's not good that you should be alone. I'm going to give you someone. I'm going to give someone to you because I see that you need someone. That's what the woman is to the man. And guys and women, hear me well. Let's, let's, let's talk to everyone. This is for everyone, not just the men. This is for the women too. The reality is this. Stop doing the things that God, that's against God, if the guy doesn't want to do be act honorable towards you period period don't be afraid to take that position and make that stance uh, um, for righteousness for what's right that's the proper legacy building um, technique that attitude you're supposed to have not just for 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 um um, for the sake of saying being self-righteous or anything. No, for the sake of building that proper legacy that God has called us all to. He has He has written it and it is something you choose though, whether you believe it or not. And with that said, it's totally, totally baffling how individuals can still expect people to stay the same and not change. Change is constant. It's inevitable and it's going to happen. Whether you believe it or not, we're all changing. You you might think that you're staying the same because you're doing the same. You might be doing the same routine, but guess what? Our, our, our ideas and our uh, attitudes are constantly changing. But who are you choosing to listen to? What voice are you choosing to listen to? We're talking about building legacy. God called us all to build a solid foundation of family. He loves family so much that he's giving these tools to us. So, yes, my situation was about fornication, okay? And I straight out said, hey, I can't do that. I'm not about to. um, um, I'm choosing to go at god's way and therefore we had a big riff about it you know what i put it this way if he's for me and he sees me the way that he says he does guess what it'll all work out but if it doesn't god has he wasn't for he wasn't the right person in the first place and i'm and god will send that that person for me I'm hoping that is him, but the reality is this. I chose to go it with God, and God is faithful, and he honors righteous dis- decisions. And, I, and yes, it's going to be um, difficult, but I'm deciding to do it God's way, not just for myself, but for him too, for my guy friend. I'm hoping that, that 
um, God will, he will hear God. He will come to himself as the word of God says. And I believe that I'm going to continue to pray for him, myself, us, and everyone else in this situation that I know is going through the same thing. Relationship is tough, guys, but it, it is the proper position to take for building the proper legacy. And, you know, um, when we give in, women, when we do give in to to doing something that we know that we're not supposed to be doing before marriage because we are the gift. That's a gift between God gave to one and to man and woman to share in marriage, in holy matrimony. It's no happenstance that God calls it holy matrimony. It's a holy, it's a holy position to take and it's an honorable position to take is the honorable legacy to take i had to share this today because it was it was um it was something that needed to be stated i believe that is many that will be healed because of this and i believe that this will allow others to have courage and you know to show you that it's a foolish act to be getting involved with with um in a in an intimate relationship sexual immorality before marriage first peter 2:15 the new international version states it very um eloquently for it is god's will that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people my god that is very very strong that's a very strong word for us today for all of us for all of us let's don't let's don't do foolish things when we're children we do we speak like children and God says that when I was a child I spoke as a child but when I became an adult I I I put aside foolish things I don't talk foolish anymore I'm not expected to be doing foolish acts I don't want to be a part of that of that that particular community of foolishness of doing things I know that I'm not supposed to be doing I want to belong to someone I want to be called a wife to someone okay that's my purpose I want to leave a proper legacy not a legacy of whoredom not a legacy of loosey-goosey not a legacy of Jezebel not a legacy of none of that that is not my portion and it shouldn't be yours either choose today choose today the to make that stance for whomever God is talking to out there through me it's, it's not going to be easy, but I guarantee you it will be rewarding and worthwhile. Definitely that. So, guys, um, legacy is about a whole lot of things. Who would think that God would use this situation to build the proper legacy? But it's definitely fitting. Well, guys, I hope that um, you received that message. And when we come back today, we have a special guest. Once again, we're going to continue with Miss Sylvia Richardson, who was on once before. And she has the book called The um, Genesis Brief, The Sin Factor. And we're, we're going to see how this situation that I've gone through ties in with what Miss Sylvia's book has um 
brought that she's brought forward the sin factor on Genesis brief the sin factor I'm sure she has a lot to say about this I'm sure Adam and Eve the, um, they have <laughs> there is something there that we all can learn pertaining to this subject matter about keeping yourself holy for the proper legacy trajectory that you want to have for yourself okay guys when we come back we're going to go to a short break, but when we come back, we're going to continue with Miss Sylvia Richardson, the author of Genesis Brief, The Sin Factor. Thanks. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, Dr. Terry here. The workplace has become ever increasingly difficult. High rates of unemployment, poor interaction between employee and employer, workplace violence, and the list goes on. Today, many are seeking practical solutions to address workplace issues. Healing in the Workplace, a spiritual guide to coping with work issues, provides a long-awaited answer and principle to solving work conflict and problems, helping us to see why God wants us to work, and how we are supposed to treat one another at work. Join me in a global move to eradicate workplace issues in discovering employee rights and discover how others have been victorious through workplace challenges. Order your book today at www.westbowpress.com. Once again, order your book today at www.westbowpress.com. Hope to see you there. Thank you. Hi, guys. Thank you for returning. I hope that, um, <laughs> woo, I'm sure that many of you are probably saying, wow, that was, mm, I didn't expect that. Well, you know what was great about God? I didn't expect it either. I didn't even think I was going to be talking about anything like that. So he told me to share and I'm grateful and I hope that it blessed some many of you. I'm sure that it did. And so we have our guest on today, Miss Sylvia. Richardson. Hi, Sylvia. Hello, Dr. Harrison. How are you today? Oh, I'm so blessed. How are you doing? I'm great, thank God. All is well. Great, great, great. So did you get an opportunity to hear the first the first um, segment? I did, and I thought it was uh, quite interesting. Um, relationships are uh, very important to, to God. Uh, they're important to us as well. It's how we function in this in this life. And uh, yes, it was a very good segment. Yes. Great, great. Well, you you know um, what transpired between me and um, my guy friend, and so um, without giving identity and all of that, you know, to protect both he and I um, in respectful relationship. But um, I'm not going to give his name or anything. But, you know, um, I want to thank you for giving for being there for me when you were and and helping me sort that my feelings out and and how I should. um, And just encouraging me, I, I, I believe that that was that was a poignant moment in my 
in this in this in bringing this show about today this particular show in regards to legacy so what do you think that Adam and Eve what is the significance of Adam and Eve in regards to what has transpired about these the the topic today well, Dr. Harrison, first of all, I think that it's important to know that uh, God made Eve for Adam. So I think it's important that sameness uh, and oneness is key in any relationship. And it, it's, uh, it's also important for a person to realize that uh, all women uh, are not wise and it's important for a man to to recognize uh, if he sees somebody that he may be interested in and he is interested in uh, uh, perhaps uh, forming a relationship as far as a husband and wife relationship goes. I think it's important that, first of all, he finds out if this woman is wife material. Mm-hmm. Because all women, again, are not, uh, are not wives. And what I mean by that is, if a wife is a person that enjoys giving the pleasure, doing pleasurable things for her husband and making sure he's taken care of and caring for her husband in not only sexual ways, but in, in, in the whole spectrum. And her, her, her main focus is on her husband and her hands diligently find things to help him uh, to achieve his highest goals. And if uh, that man finds that woman and she is, in fact, uh, she has those attributes, then perhaps he's found uh, uh, a wife. The Bible says that a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. I like to say, add on, or well, I'm not adding on, but I like to say it or think of it like this. A man that finds a wife finds a good thing, yes. But a man that finds his wife, Mm-hmm. finds his good thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not only in finding a wife, it's finding your proper mate. Yes. This is what Adam had. God uh, pulled Eve out of Adam, so there was sameness there. Uh, she was wife material. She was everything that Adam needed as far as his wife uh, went. Now, uh, some women are not wives, they're just women, and, and, and that's okay, because Paul was one of such, he was a man, and every bit of a man, uh, but he uh, was one that didn't want to get married, and so he was not a husband, so then we can look at that, and we can say that all men are not uh, are not husbands as well, mm-hmm. so uh, everybody's situation is different. And we, uh, I think we need to come to the point uh, in our in our own personal lives and say, what is it exactly uh, that we are, and stay in that lane, and realize we are what we are, and we 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 do our lives accordingly, and and not lessen ourselves or not try to tear someone else down in the interim. Uh, Michelangelo once uh, once said, uh, the greater danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high and, and falling short of it, but in setting our aim too low and achieving that mark. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's something that we as women don't want to do. We don't want to settle. Right. Uh, and, yes, we don't want to settle. And sometimes we have a tendency to settle just because we want to have uh, a man in our life or have a person in our life. And then we go about trying to change this person and make this person and the person that we want them to be. Where if we had to just waited and did it God's way, then it would, uh, would, would bring that right person into our lives and there wouldn't be a whole lot of changing that would be necessary. Uh, so um, your situation is very common. I think that um, men know what they want. They know who they want. They know the kind of person that they want to have a wife. But sometimes uh, with men, they seem to take a little bit longer um, in, in coming to the place where they really want that commitment for whatever mm-hmm. reason. There could be a number of reasons why that's so. But with Adam... God sent him, and, and and Adam knew that, in fact, to the point where he literally died for his bride, Eve, and where order was beginning to be set up, where Jesus came and he literally died for us, the bride of Christ. So it's, it's, uh, it's, very, uh, it's very interesting how relationships can, can uh, come in order as far as Adam and Eve are concerned, and I always like to go back to the beginning as a reference point. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I thought when um, we were about to to um, have this particular show, you know, we said that um, it was going to go. We had a totally different type of show set up for mm-hmm. you and I for this for today. However, when this transpired, I I couldn't help but think, hmm, how could this how could we get this book, this um, Genesis brief, the sin factor? How really does how much does it really relate to building legacy in this particular topic? And I I just really thought that uh, I, that's something that we should talk about today and take it from the beginning, like you said, Adam and Eve. And you said once again that. It was all about God's purpose was about building a legacy family. And mm-hmm. and that was the whole purpose of Adam protecting Eve. And, and so we see that as you're stating, as you're giving reference to Adam and Eve, that it was it was definitely a intended purpose for yeah. for us to be together, correct? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And um, not only that, it's important that we are in the right covenant with the right somebody. Yes. Um, with our, yes. Um, and, and that's what I believe that Adam and Eve had had going on so much for them that they were, uh, they were uh, completely in right covenant with each other. Um, Adam declares, now this is one of my bone and flesh and my flesh. And she shall be called woman because she was taken um, out of man. And so she was taken from man. And then when Adam and Eve had sexual relationships, um, Adam broke the hymen of Eve and blood was shed and the covenant was made. Yes. And, and he said, therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. 
and they shall become one flesh. So that covenant, she came out of him, and he went back into her. The covenant was made, the blood was shed, and he refused to go back on his word. And mm-hmm. they became one, and they became one flesh. And he did, again, literally die for, for Eve. But covenant is very important. And I think that a lot of times we as people uh, in, of this generation, we don't understand uh, the significance of covenant and how important it is uh, in a marriage relationship. Uh, it's a promise that cannot be broken, as I spoke, and I spoke on that before on the first show. It's a promise that cannot be broken, uh, even at the cost of one's life. And um, and this is what the Lord did for us. Um, he he sent his only begotten son. He he proved his love by sending his son, and he died for us. And that covenant today still stands over 2,000 years ago. And so it's a covenant that cannot be broken. We can break it, but God never breaks his covenant with man. And I think that it's important that we always, when we look into relationships, man and woman relationships, I think it's always important to go back to the beginning mm-hmm. and how it once was and how God intended for relationships to be and how uh, they're supposed to be set up in in a certain order. And, uh, and to know, uh, it's, it's important to know that we must invite uh, Christ into the relationship. We must first ask him um, as a man presents himself. Uh, to the woman, we then must ask the Lord, is this man for me? Right. Uh, is, or is this just uh, or is this just or not? You know, it could be a number of things. But it's important to um, to ask one another, and I think it's perfectly healthy for a man or uh, woman relationship to, to begin to get into the deep things of relationship uh, from the very beginning. That way, a lot of time is not lost. Yes. And hearts are not broken. And, yes. and, and that kind of thing. So, and I find in my own life, um, a lot of times I'll go to uh, a man who come to me and will begin to talk. And I will begin to be very raw and open and honest with that man almost to the point where he uh, feels a little intimidated and is ready to flee. And that's okay because that tells me right there that he is not ready for it and it was just a game or he just wanted one particular thing. And even in that, if a man comes to me and says he just wants to have sex with me, I respect that person more than I will a man that takes a long time and plays games with me and then maybe gets what he wants and then disappears. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Because the man that comes to me and says, I just want, you know, can we have a sexual relationship? I respect that because. He gives you the option of saying yes or no. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, at least he respects you that much and gives you a uh, 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 doesn't waste your time. And I always yeah. like to say that, uh, you know, you can always get a dollar back, but you can't get back another day. So time is important. You know, time and, is uh, important. In, in, uh, in, in building relationships. But I all, always... Uh, to say that we must always go to the Lord and ask Him when a man presents himself to a woman, and uh, is this man for me? Uh, should I should I pursue it or should I not? And I think a lot of times this is where we mess up. 
Yes. We get into yes. relationships without asking God because of the outside or whatever, whatever it is that we might be looking at or considering in that man. And we go ahead and we jump into relationships quickly without mm-hmm. really knowing what it is that we, uh, we've gotten ourselves into. And it sometimes can take years to get out of a situation that took us just a few minutes to get into. And then you have your life lost, you have hurt feelings, you have, you know, emotions gone crazy and, you know, uh, broken hearts and all that kind of thing. Whereas we had to wait it and, uh, and, and stop the Lord. Uh, a lot of things could have been prevented. So sometimes um, I can't even say that it's always the man's fault. Um, right. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh a lot of times, it's, it's, I think it's both men and women mm-hmm. because we don't take the time to uh, think relationships out and what we want. We just jump uh, into things a lot of times uh, emotionally. And we work and we deal with our emotions. And this is a lot of times, this is what gets us into a lot of trouble. Now, in the case where perhaps you where you have been in a relationship with one person for a long time, yes. you know, then, then things, are, things are a little bit different. Yes. At some point, you, again, you, you expect, you know, uh, something, a marriage or, uh, or something to transpire when a relationship has been going on for quite some time. And then now we're dealing with other things, um, you know. Um, you want to you get married and, and perhaps he wants to get married, but not at the time. And so you you begin to wonder, well, it's been so long. You know, what are we now waiting for? Right. So, you know, every situation is different. You know, um, as you were talking, mm-hmm. I was thinking about when you said that uh, the woman is wrong too. We both have to take accountability. And I was thinking about, <clears throat> excuse me, I was thinking about myself, right? And I have to say that I I don't even fault him as right. much as I mm-hmm. fault myself. You know, I have to take mm-hmm. accountability for my actions. And I and mm-hmm. I and and I don't want to come off as if I was bashing from the top of the segment because not any in any way am I bashing a male no. at all. No. What no, I am saying is that way. God no. called the man to take his rightful position as well as the female because yes. we are the helpmate and that's why the desire to get married is there to help build family, to build mm-hmm. the legacy, to build, uh, to have that covenant relationship. And so, you know, um, for me, I have mm-hmm. to say that I'm sure it's difficult to for a man to hear that, wait a minute, you're, you're no longer going to to um, participate in intimacy any longer. And so yeah. what do you mean that you're not going to do that? And what do you mean um, you're going to do it God's way? And what do you mean you're going to all of this? What do you mean stuff? What do you mean? What do you mean? Let's be fair. You know, I want to be mm-hmm. fair in saying that I haven't always been the, I've have, I haven't been, um, 
I've been very guilty myself of of committing committing acts that didn't honor myself, that mm-hmm. didn't honor uh, um, God, and so mm-hmm. now I'm choosing to honor myself and mm-hmm. to honor God as He has. Mm-hmm as he has all along instructed me to do. You, you know yes. what I'm saying? I think that's important Absolutely. to say that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and um, we all come into um, uh, growing stages at different times in our lives. So what we yes. don't know, we don't know. There's nothing we can do about that. But when we find out the truth, then, and then that makes us accountable for our actions. And Absolutely. So, you know, now that we have become accountable for our actions and we realize um, uh, the significance of marriage and the significance of holding back and not fornicating and, and doing it, uh, it's God's, God's way. Uh, and we realize that uh, we first love God because he first, does, he, we love him first because he first loved us. Mm-hmm. And then we are to love ourselves. Because if we don't love ourselves, we will be incapable of loving anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so in, in loving God, then we do it his way. And then in loving ourselves, what we do is we mirror back uh, to God who he is and that he has uh, begun to transform us back into his image and likeness. And that is uh, a righteousness and doing the things uh, that are right before him. And it's not always because we want to. I mean, um, I would like to take the the, the fornication for the Bible and rip it out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. But unfortunately, I don't know if it's unfortunate. God made that a very very pleasant thing. Sex is is very pleasurable. But it must be done God's way. And so what we have to do is we have to uh, deny ourselves mm-hmm. uh, as God tells us to do. And that's, uh, you know, he tells us to, to take up our cross. And what is taking up our cross besides denying ourselves? Yes. And so as he died once for us, then we must then prove our love back to him by uh, daily dying to ourselves, and that is to our self-wills and what I want, and it's all yes. about me and just living unto yourselves in a selfish way. And so that's not, that's not what uh, his image and likeness is about, and so uh, we can't do the contrary. And uh, dying to yourself is, is, is not always the easiest thing to do, but it's the necessary thing to do in order to prove your love back to, to God. And so in doing so, a lot of times we find ourselves in situations when we want to say yes and, and, and everything is, is green, the light is slow, and the guy seems right, the, the light is just dim, there's nobody around but, but you and him. But when Holy Ghost comes along and he begins to put your spirit in check and says, yeah, but God doesn't want this. This is not, this is not honorable yet because it's not of marriage uh, yet and that kind of thing. So we either go ahead and, 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 and take care of our, our flesh first, or we say, wait a minute, you know, I can't do this. And the reason why I can't is because God says that we shouldn't yet. 
Right. And so if a man finds himself saying, well, you know, I can't, um, I can't or I won't agree with you on that, so I'm going to go along and find somebody else that will give me what I want, then that's okay. Mm-hmm. That just means, like you said before, he's not the person for you. Uh, or he's not the person for you at that time. He might right. need to go away and, uh, or should I say grow away <laughs> mm-hmm. and grow up mm-hmm. and uh, in the things of the Lord, that is, until he comes to that same um, spiritual level of understanding the things of God that you are. And then once that's established, and he's all grown up in the spirit as far as your level is and, and understanding of what the word says. And, you, you know, a lot of times we come back together again as one, and then the relationship goes on and grows on and marriages develop and that kind of thing from there. But, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it can be quite complex, but I think at the same time it is, uh, can be uh, quite quite easy and smooth as well. Again, if we allow Holy Spirit and the Lord to just come in and speak to us in the in the in the beginning of the relationship, I think we'll be better off uh in the end. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I I so agree with that. Um Miss Sylvia, we're gonna go to a break and when we come back I wanna talk about the um chapter for in your book about Adam and the covenant partner, the helpmate. So if when we come back, can we touch on that, how it does relate to legacy and what we're Absolutely. talking about now? Absolutely. I'd be happy. Okay. Okay, thank you. So, guys, we're going to take a short break. When we return, we'll continue with the discussion um, as it relates to Chapter 4 of Miss Sylvia's book. Okay? Thanks, guys. See you shortly. Hi, Dr. Terry here. The workplace has become ever increasingly difficult. High rates of unemployment, poor interaction between employee and employer, workplace violence, and the list goes on. Today, many are seeking practical solutions to address workplace issues. Healing in the Workplace, a spiritual guide to coping with work issues, provides a long-awaited answer and principle to solving work conflict and problems, helping us to see why God wants us to work and how we are supposed to treat one another at work. Join me in a global move to eradicate workplace issues in discovering employee rights and discover how others have been victorious through workplace challenges. Order your book today at www.westbowpress.com. Once again, Order your book today at www.westbowpress.com. Hope to see you there. Thank you. Hi, guys. Thanks for returning. As promised, um, we're going to get straight into Chapter 4 of Miss Sylvia's book, and that is entitled, the, um, it's entitled Adam's Covenant Partner, 
the help meet. And so, Ms. Sylvia, tell us exactly how does that relate to what we're talking about today, the um, abstaining from, from, um, from sexual immorality and making, doing it God's way, and how does that relate to us building our legacy, a strong well, legacy? Uh-huh. Well, first of all, um, I do believe there were people on the on planet Earth before um, before Adam and Eve. So um, I think that Adam could have gone. God could have given Adam a wife from another that first generation, and that generation would be for these purpose people, as I like to call them, refer to them as. Um, and so, but God wanted Adam to have a person that was in covenant with him. Um, that is, um, someone that had the same mindset, the same soul, uh, the same flesh and blood, the, the, the oneness of heart, and of course that foundation of, of being in relationship with, with, uh, with God. And so God made uh, Adam from his ribs someone that was just like him. Uh, only in female form. Mm-hmm. So Adam had inside of him the seed of, of his wife already. And God just pulled her out and made them to be one. Uh, the Bible tells us that God uh, says that he wants us all to be one as Christ and his Christ is son and God the Father and the Holy Ghost are one. And so oneness and sameness is uh, is important, and again, the foundation of that being um, being uh, God, our Father. So, uh, the help meet. What exactly does what the help meet? What is what did, what was Adam? What was Eve there to help um, uh, Adam meet? <laughs> yes. And I like to say that she was there to help him meet. Uh, who he was and, and, and who they both were, actually, and that is, um, my pastor says it like this. He says that when we meet God, we meet a part of, of uh, we meet ourselves. Yes. And so uh, the image and likeness um, was she was to help him to uh, be that crown, he being the king, and she being the crown that crowned uh uh, her king, and a king without a crown is still a king, but a king with a crown is even more glorious. And so mm-hmm. she, she, Adam's wife, Eve, uh, crowned her, her king, and they became one. Uh, they complemented each other in that they had so much in common, that's pretty much all they could do was complement each other, uh, the creation that God had made them both. And there was no envy, there was no jealousy, there was no competition between them. And that's something that we find in today's society. Uh, Men and women in relationships, they have a tendency to be in competition with each other because uh, they both might be very well skilled in particular things in an employment situation, but they still might be quite different on other levels. 
Mm-hmm. And so they find themselves in competition instead of helping each other to complement each other, to lift each other up as high as they can go and knowing that if one reached a certain level, the other one would automatically be on that same level because they were of the same mindset. And so when that sameness and that oneness and that that same mindset is not there, then, you know, you can be with somebody, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that person is there to help you. Right. And if we can't help one another or be helpers to one another, we have a tendency to tear each other down. And then, again, the competition and all the other uh, worldly things that come along with that enter in thus destroying the relationship on, on any level. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I, I, I do believe that, uh, again, that Adam, God could have given Adam uh, a wife from the other generation that I believe that was already on planet Earth, uh, but he chose not to because they were of a different uh, kind. Um, of a different kind, when I say that, I mean that the Bible speaks of the uh, Genesis chapter 1, people said he blessed them, and which means he enabled them to do what he told them to do. Um, that, that was to, um, to replenish the earth and to have dominion and to subdue it, that kind of thing. But when it comes down to Genesis chapter 2, and he made a, another man, he made an Adam man on the eighth day, I believe. He had made him on the eighth day because the seventh day he rested on the first day. Right. And uh, first mankind was made on the sixth day. So he Adam must have been formed on day eight. And uh, do you know, even today, uh, eight is a number of uh, covenant and new beginning. Yes. And even is. now, Jewish people, when they have their children, uh, they, uh, they, uh, cut covenant with them with the uh, on the eighth day they have covenant they cut covenant with them with through circumcision mm-hmm. on the eighth day mm-hmm. and uh, so many things happen on on uh, day number eight so the differences in uh, first man and second man is that God breathed his very breath into Adam man from a substance of dirt that was already, he had already created. It was already there. But he formed him and he blew his very breath into something he had already made. And man, Adam man, became a living soul or a lifelike soul, a soul like God. And and being able to communicate with God on a higher level, uh, filled with a holy ghost, is kind of man, than the first generation of man. So that was the difference. It's just like uh, if I go out and I uh, want a person, and I'm a person that's filled with God's Holy Spirit, but the other person uh, is not, then we wouldn't have anything in common because what does darkness have to do with light? See, so that would that would be the difference, and so that's why I say it. it he could have given him another wife, but he chose to pull out the same thing that Adam already had in him, pull it out yes. of him. And then they again become one because it's the same, because the relationship was right, it was pure, it was just, it was of God. And this is what we need to be looking for in our relationships when God gives us the nod and say, okay, it's time for us to get into a marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that's key. 
I, I agree. I agree. I, I I know that is key. I know that it is our it is our prototype of what we mm-hmm. it's a, it's the example, the foreshadowing of what we are expected to have and to do. Is is would you say that that's correct? Absolutely. It is absolutely correct. Um, I think a lot of times uh, men today they have a they have a fear of being um, with one woman mm. and being able to yeah and being able to fulfill just that one woman's desires and needs mm. and and she being able being able to reciprocate that back to him and you know I think a lot of times men especially. Uh, some women as well, but uh, we have that that fear a lot of times of just one person in my life. Is that it? Yes. But it, if it, you look at, mm-hmm. but if you would you say that it's monogamous, of, uh, monogamous relationship? Well, if you look over the life of Solomon, uh, I think Solomon <laughs> would prove the fact that many women uh, was not necessarily. Uh, Right now, I wish you had said that earlier <laughs> because I have so many questions, but we don't have that much more time. And I want to give you uh, opportunity to to give out your information where your email address where in, people can um, actually get in contact with you because I'm sure there's going to be some questions and there, there should be. There should be questions about and, and get some clarity and have some discussion. So can you give your email address? Yes, I'm at uh, Genesis Brief uh, genesisbrief.com uh, and my book can be found at um, barnesandnoble.com uh, ingram.com and it can also be found at um, amazon.com Okay, so, um, well thank you for that and I want to have you on again to to finish have to finish this discussion. Um guys, you can reach me at legacy and forums. That's F O R U M S 
at gmail.com and I please give me an email shoot me an email let me know that you that you are listening out there and that you um, appreciate the conversation that's coming forward and um, so Miss Sylvia we're going to end as of right now but we will have you back on and I would love to finish this discussion and it's been a blessed time with you and thank you once again for for the interview I appreciate it so much it's been my pleasure thank you and I'd, I'd love to come on again thank you so oh. much Okay, so guys, have a blessed week, and uh, we'll be back on on July the 2nd and the 16th of July. So we look forward to to you guys visiting with us again and being our listener. And once again, make sure you send an email to me and Miss Sylvia at legacyandforums at gmail.com and genesisbrief at gmail.com. Okay, thank you. Bye for now.